everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. How's everybody's weekend? Boring. I was incredibly sick this morning. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Can you slide farther back? I'm fine now. Potentially going to the was, hallway. It was like a weird 24 hour, four, like, not like 12, hours hours in a bug, 12, 12 hour bug or something like that. I woke weird. up this morning feeling like shit. I like, you know, just laid down in the shower and it, just curl up in the fetal position in a ball. Yeah, ground. pretty much. I was just laying in the shower. Crying. I just like, oh, like, oh God, I'm dying. I'm dying inside. This is it. And like, uh, just felt like shit all morning long until about three o'clock. And then all of a sudden I was just like, oh, I feel fine now. Well, it not. was fucking weird, man. Yeah. I don't know if it was like something I ate last night. I didn't even, I just had like, I didn't, I didn't what did the fuck did I eat last night? Nothing. That's why. Yeah. Maybe, and that's, maybe that's what it was. But yeah, uh, I, I just had some ramen noodle soup and then I felt fine. There you go. See, the magic that. of uh, fucking ramen noodle soup. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I couch surfed last night. Went to Boston. Very tired today though. It's been a while since I've slept on a couch. Though surprisingly, my back is not fucked up, which I thought would have happened when I slept on a couch. Oh, yeah. I'm going to New Hampshire tomorrow my, to go see a show, and I was going to like crash on my brother's place, but it's technically his girlfriend's place, and she also has a roommate. And he was like, oh, yeah, you can just crash on my roommate's bed. She's not going to be there. I was like, uh, no thanks. No. And he's like, or you can just crash on our couch. And I was just like, I'm going to go sleep with the parents. Yeah, I've always been given the option at places where it's like, oh, my roommate's out of town. You can just crash on like their stuff. And I was like, I wouldn't want that in my house like it's almost staying here I yeah I, I don't want some stranger sleeping in my yeah. bed and i don't yeah. want to sleep in a stranger's bed like that's weird yeah neither do i so i was just like no nah, i'm just gonna go sleep at my parents house like that's thanks for the offer but yeah n- no mm-hmm. i'd rather not sleep there and also on some like third generation couch that like they're like oh yeah it's like it was left here from the last and i was like oh nope. no thank you they're like, it's super comfy, though. Somebody yeah. died on that couch. Hard I, I don't... Yeah. No, thanks. Onyx said, well, we're not couch surfing. We're playing video games. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, well, uh, I actually uh, signed up for the Games Pass to give uh, Crackdown 3 a try. Okay. John talked about it last week. So, I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, it's $2 for the month. I might as well sign up for it and give it a try. Yeah, there's really no reason not to. Yeah, pretty much. Um, eh, mm. Yeah, it's not good. Uh-huh. It's not terrible, but it's just not good. But it, hmm? did you beat it? No, oh. I'm at the end. I've like done everything. The last thing is to go after the last uh, boss leader. Yeah, I can't remember any of their names because there's just nothing in that game. No, the game I, is so vanilla. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, like I was doing the Joe thing and just watching YouTube videos on my like iPad while yeah. playing and not even paying attention to the story yeah. at all, like. Sometimes I would just like wander in and be like, oh, I'm in a boss fight now. <laughs> like, well, how'd that happen? Kind of thing. Because yeah. I just really didn't care. Um, I've been paying attention. Yeah, I didn't need to. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to just blow stuff up and jump around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, in terms of like that, it's good. It's just the only thing is the problem is that it feels far too much like the other games. It looks, it still looks like a, an Xbox 360 game, yeah. which still boggles my mind that they thought that this would be like the big Xbox One X. Like, this is the thing that's going to show off our new, like, great super powered system. And I'm like, yeah, oh, looks wow. Like last gen. It looks like a fucking 10 year old game. And that's what I've been saying. Like, every time they showed the trailer, being like, this is the marquee Xbox. Like, this is the most powerful console selling $500 selling game. Like, this, this can't, no, it can't be. No. 
And it ended up not being that because they pushed it off six months. But yeah, I mean, even still, then, if it had came out on time, no. it still like was wouldn't have been whatever the hell they were trying to oversell it as. Like I'd be, I would have been more pissed buying an Xbox One X and getting Crackdown to be like, oh, wait, I have to buy Crackdown with it because that's gonna be the thing that showcases how good the system is. I'd have been like, shit, I spent five hundred bucks on a and got a three sixty game. Like no. Yeah. So it's almost better that they they delayed it away yeah. from that. So now you forget that those two are supposed to go together. But like, uh, here's the thing. So yeah, it it still just feels like the original game. It feels like they didn't really, uh, well, they didn't uh, innovate at all no. with the game. And it's the kind of thing where like other games have come and they've done this game better yeah. by now. Like, like Just like, Cause Four just came out, and yeah, for all intents and purposes, a much better version of Crackdown. Or like even uh, like uh, while I'm playing, I'm like, yeah, Prototype was better, you know. <laughs> hey, oh. Prototype was fun. I liked Prototype. I liked Prototype too, but it had some very bad like uh, stuff in it. Like the anytime you cleared a base, it would always respawn. Like oh yeah, but I mean, still, it was fun it to was like fun goof to... around in, but I could never felt like I completed that game. Yeah. But I mean, I still feel like it was better than Crackdown. And it also came out eight years ago when, like, those That's types, what I'm of, those like, type of games were, like, the hotness. Yeah. Now they're not the hotness. Yeah. The, at, like, at the time that Crackdown came out, it kind of felt like the new and fresh thing. The only thing is that it was new and fresh 10 years ago. Yeah. It's not new and fresh now. No. And there's no reason they should just be making another one of that one when a bunch of other companies have come out and done these games better at this point. Like mm. Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't help but like sit there and play it and be like like if you were telling me that Spider-Man was the big like PS4 Pro seller, I'd be like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. This does not it, seem like the big good. Xbox One X. It plays X well. Yeah. The controls polished. Yeah. yeah. This doesn't feel polished. The controls don't feel good at all. Like no. the the combat doesn't feel good uh the, like the physical stuff, why bother? The shooting isn't very good at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, the driving, uh, you don't have that in Spider-Man, but the driving is just awful in the game. It feels super floaty. Like, I feel like the jumping mechanics are not accurate at all. And when you compare it to something like Spider-Man that just came out a couple months earlier, you're like, God damn, like, why did they think this was acceptable almost? Yeah. Well, because they were already knee-deep in it. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like uh, Doom. Like, they, or not Doom, uh, Duke Nukem. Like, they were like, well, we, we've got to put it like we've been working Dude, on that, it for so long but they like, had like finish it they had like meme potential behind it like it, it had become a meme that duke nukem forever would eventually come out so they're like okay we can at least put out a half-assed game and people will buy it because the meme is that the game finally came yeah. out Cracked out nobody reached that level yeah. of this could be still good uh, yeah i can't picture good people going like not even like I don't think people were expecting Duke Nukem to be good. I just no. think they were expecting it to be funny that it came out. Yeah, like you'd, you'd be willing to try it because it took fifteen years to come out. Yeah, this is just like oh no, this is just like who was in there going like oh boy Crackdown. Well, who was saying oh boy Crackdown? I can't wait to pay sixty dollars for. Like I hope no one bought right. this game. Like it sucks that it's. I bad. would really like to see the metrics of that. Yeah, of like comparison to sales from. But Microsoft doesn't show that. From games, oh yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I would love to see that. I, I know I can't, but like, I'd like to see physical copy sales versus like Xbox Game Pass subscriptions that went up on the day yeah. that it came out, kind of thing. Well, that's what I was telling my brother. I was like, he was asking how it was because he was like, he was like, oh, I wish I could play it. And I was like, nah, you really don't. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, go buy, go buy Crackdown too. I'm glad I paid two dollars for it. Like, yeah. 
honestly, like, I, I don't mean to, like, jump in on your shit, but I also, mm. f- I finished the game, so, like, and I put 18 hours into it, so, like, I... No, yeah, and I... I put a shitload of time into I, it. I have played it a lot. I played it, like, all week long. Yeah, and, like, I, even at work, I was like, I just want to go home and collect some orbs. Like, and and I did, and I, I even beat all the driving mini games. I beat all the racing mini games. Uh, I have, like, the only achievements I have left in the game is, like, playing it on hard, like, mm. the, le- or whatever, legendary mode. Did you play any online? Um, no, because there's no achievements tied to it. Like, yeah, this is are. like, what? Yeah. Is it it's a, got its is own it achievements. separate thing? It's got its own achievements. Oh, those motherfuckers. Yeah. So, no, I didn't play it, when, you, I was like, when oh. you when you load the game up, or when you download the game, it downloads the single player as a separate game, yeah. and the multiplayer as a separate yeah, game. Yeah. So, the multiplayer has its own achievements. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give that a shot. I got a, I got a bunch back of them. next week. <laughs> I got a bunch of them because uh, the, the one game of the multiplayer I played, uh, it was... Me on a full team, and the other team was just one person. Yay! <laughs> so I got a bunch of the achievements for, like, you know, uh, ki- I killed him one time. I got the eliminate an entire team in one life achievement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got the uh, complete a game without dying achievement. I got, like, a, uh, I-, I unlocked, like, seven achievements just from playing that one game. So it was nice of that person to go in and do that for you. And he didn't drop out. He, yeah. like, hung out the whole time. Yeah, it, it was a 15-minute round. It was basically him just... Running away from us screaming because <laughs> there's the four of us chasing after him. Yeah. Um, but uh, the multiplayer is another thing that I was like, I remember them being like, oh, this multiplayer where like you can blow everything up. No, it's not fun. Uh, it is feel it, like I kind of respect what they were trying to do, but it was executed so poorly and really felt tacked on, which I know it wasn't because it was a thing they were like advertising as part of the game. Right. And then I'm just like, wow, this is the thing they thought was good. But this is probably the thing that held them back. Yeah, probably. And that's why, like, it doesn't feel... Like, a lot of this stuff doesn't feel polished. Like, in, in games, like, we talked about Steep a lot, where, like, you're just like, okay, one more, one more. Like, I can do this, I can do this. But it's because, like, you can do this. I was doing a lot of those races where I was just, like... like I kept fucking up, but it wasn't me. It was the game fucking up. And, like, that's... Unbreak- like, it was just breaking my experience of it yeah so like, uh, like i would drive into cars and sometimes they were like rooted to the ground for no reason but then other times i would hit them and they'd go flying in the air yep. i'm like why i had the exact same problem and it would be the kind of thing where like i would be driving in a race and like for some reason it would just populate the road with like eight cars that are just blocking the road yeah and i'd be like what okay great like now the game fucked me with this race yeah just by randomly generating a bunch of AI cars in the middle of the road. Yeah, and then, like, I realized that all the cars that are parked are, like, grounded to the ground, but if you're driving and there's other cars driving, those are the ones that'll fly away. And I was like, shouldn't it be the other way around? Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But, I mean, I did play it a lot. I got a decent amount of achievements out of it, and, like, I, I think I'm done now. Like, I got everything I could without playing it on Legendary, which I'm not gonna do. Just yeah, you got your $2 worth, for sure. I don't have any interest in it, and I'll move on to something else. But, like, yeah, I'm glad I paid $2 for it. It was well worth $2. Yeah, that, like, that's the thing. Uh, I, 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 Like I said, I have played this game a lot over the last week. Uh, it's the kind of thing where, like, when I'm just sitting at home, I put on some shit on YouTube or Amazon. I start watching, like, an episode of Grand Tour or something like that, and I just fucking jump around the town collecting orbs. And, like, I, I enjoy it in that aspect, but if I had paid 60 bucks for the whole product, no. I would be... Not very pleased. Yeah, that's like influencing my like fact of like my review of the game is more positive because I paid two dollars for it. Well, and that's the thing that I saw a lot online this week. Like, I think IGN even had to put out like a ex- ex- 
uh, the article had, yes thank you an article they had to explain <laughs> what like how their review score kind of works because people are like well if you if crackdown one got an 8.5 and crackdown two got an 8.5 and crackdown three in your review you state is the same game as crackdown one and two right why, why shouldn't it also get an 8.5 also if i don't have to pay 60 dollars for it and i can get it for at minimum what ten dollars is the normal price of like games pass. oh yeah well, uh, that's maximum minimum would be two well yeah no but like the normal like the normal price is ten dollars yeah, yeah so you know if i can get the game for ten dollars like if you already had your subscription at the time you yeah. paid ten dollars for that month that yeah. that game came out why can't why can't you put that in your review like because i think it's a nine because i paid ten dollars for it so why shouldn't that matter and they just like had to lay out this thing which i didn't think they would have to because if you think cognitively about review scores you don't always take into account because by that point you'd be like uh yeah play it in three years when it's twenty dollars like it's a 10 like, you wouldn't do that. right you wouldn't review games that way it's not cost per like it's not a fun per dollar ratio yeah and if but there are some places there are some outlets that like i'm sure there are youtubers or other podcasts that rate things on a would i spend sixty dollars on it scale and then you say like no this game is a 40 out of 60 or a 30 out of 60 and that tells you what you'd be willing to play oh, play yeah. it at. Like, that's a worthwhile scale if that's the goal that you've set out. Right. But for most review scores that you see online, it's, is the game good? Is the game fun? Is the game enjoyable? And it seems like the answer to Crackdown 3 is no. Well, it's... <laughs> to a certain extent. It's entertaining. It's not worth $60. It's not... Yeah, because, like... like if you like Crackdown 1 and 2... You'll probably like this. Yeah. If you like Crackdown 1 and 2, they're backwards compatible on the 360. You can buy those for $4. Yeah. yeah. Well, or you can play this for two. Or, or you can play this for <laughs> so, two. I'm just saying, like, if you were, if you yeah. were, if, uh, had to pay 60. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel bad bashing it because I did dump almost 20 hours into it. Same here. But at the same time, it's not good. Yeah. Like, it was enjoyable enough for me to finish. Yeah. But, but that's it. But that's it. Yeah. yeah like, once I'm done, like, I'm never going to, like, oh, I'm like, I want to give it another try. I'm like, no, not really. I've had my fill. There's no story. I mean, there's story, but, like, it's barely there. Yeah, and do you really care is no, the question. like, the combat's barely there. It, yeah, like, a lot the, of the story is all there. narration, essentially. Like, you're not actually, it's just somebody on the radio going, like, hey, here's plot. Well, and then there's, like, as you're running around. radio towers that have, like, short snippets of conversations in them, but I couldn't under, like, I don't. I didn't know the characters enough to know who was talking to who about what. And, like, then there's, like, you know, your little chapter, like, paragraphs that explains who they are and, like, what they do. But, like, yeah, there's no there's no story. It's nothing. And then they teased... Uh, Crackdown like, 4 at the end. Or DLC, one or the other. Oh, probably DLC. Probably DLC. Anything that would have been Crackdown 4, they'd be like, just get working on some DLC for yeah. this and we'll implement that because... The likelihood of a Crackdown 4 is probably so small at this point, given not only just the fact that it was poorly reviewed, but the fact that it took so long to come out. Do you really want to put that work into another one? Yeah, Yeah, but like then I wonder, going back to the talking about the metrics and stuff, like I wonder if they're sitting there going like, yeah, but we had like 5 million people sign up for Games Games Pass just that month to play the game kind of thing. Yeah, I guess it'd have to be a more long-term strategy to say, all right, so we got people to sign up at the you know the free week or the two dollars for the two months or however long it was because of the sale that happened. Yeah, let's right see how many people don't cancel their subscription exactly. the next month. It's the kind of thing we're like, okay, we got five million people to sign up for it. Three million of them canceled, but then we got another ten dollars from the two million that didn't. Yeah, 
you know? Which is kind of a weird, like, that's kind of a scary practice almost of like, well, we put out this mediocre game and we got 5 million people to sign up for our recurring subscription service. It's called the Sea of Thieves theory. Yeah. And then everybody <laughs> can't, like, only half the people canceled, but we still got half the people to stay. So that's another two and a half million, ten dollars a piece every month because that's what people do. You sign up for something and you forget to cancel it. So that's a it's a danger. That's why I don't want games as service like streaming. Like I don't want a Netflix of games because right. it's just going to promote more mediocre. You're going to well, get that's what you're going to get this does. Well, yeah, you're going to get the Netflixes. We've signed up for six hundred things. Yeah. Well, and like and five hundred and fifty yeah. of them is all shit that they just tossed like a million dollars at somebody said like make a crappy movie or we'll buy your crappy movie. Yeah, yeah. like we were talking about bright. Uh, like last week and was saying like well it was like one of the highest streamed things that that month or that week or whatever but it wasn't very good like yeah because a lot of people are just like oh i can sink an hour and a half into this i didn't pay yeah. for it yeah like, exactly so if that's what this this is but I feel like it's different with for games. video games yeah because you got to think like how many people signed up for netflix just to watch bright versus how many people signed up for games pass just to play crackdown yeah well, I, I mean, most people have Netflix. Just a one, ex- yeah, one, yeah. Ex- one but, example. But I mean, I am sure, yeah, I am sure tons of people, every time there's a new, well, not Perfect. now anymore, but every time, like, you know, a new season of Daredevil comes up, they sign up for the month, you know. Yeah. Or, or binge watch the whole thing. Or, or yeah, any of those things. Right. It's the Game of Thrones on HBO theory of, like, I'll yeah. sign up for the month, I'll watch, you know, or the two months, I'll watch I'll all of Game of Thrones. I'll binge watch all Game of Thrones, yeah. cancel my subscription. Yeah. But that's a date, like you were saying, Adam, that's dangerous territory for video games. For video games, yeah. Absolutely. Because then, yeah, we get Netflix syndrome where it's just like, oh, well, let's license a bunch of shit and throw it on here and hope whatever, you know, one of these sticks to the wall. It's one of those examples of like learning the wrong lesson from things that happen in popular culture where it's like you see this phenomenon of like this movie does well or this game or this show does well. And then you take like the wrong lesson of why it worked and you spin that off into a million other things like no it's not it didn't work because it's this type of show or it didn't work just because like Fortnite doesn't work just because it's a battle royale game it works because of all the things that it changed or added to it where you know you could just be like it was free yeah well that's the thing so people were saying like ooh, Fortnite's a battle royale let's just copy and make a thing a battle royale and so many things that we see fail or it's like telltale i mean yeah, Walking Dead was popular. That's why Telltale Walking Dead was popular. And then yeah. they're like, let's make Telltale everything. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully this doesn't like start some weird downhill slope. But I mean, we've got more things on Game Pass to talk about a little bit later. But Joe, did you play anything else this week? Uh, well, I didn't play anything, but I did get something. Oh, show and tell time. Joe Blakesley. Yes. So I welcome to show and tell. Uh, this thing right here. Oh, it's a clamshell case. It's a clamshell case. It looks it's like a, a Game Boy Advance. Yes, yeah, so it's the EverDrive GBA. Oh, I have an EverDrive. Do you? Yeah. He's opening the Which box. One? I it's one that came out for fucking ever ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is the Ever. Uh, <laughs> I got the EverDrive GBA. Uh, which is essentially it's just a ROM cart for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, you and I were talking about these in the car last week after the after we recorded, where I was like, "Hey, did you see they've got like a bunch of new ones of these out?" Was that like, me? That yes. was. I don't think so. I don't remember that. I was in that car too. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was in there, and I I really wanted to for some reason I got in my head that I really wanted to play uh, Mother Three. Okay. Um, which is a the sequel to Earthbound um, that was never released in America. It was a Game Boy Advance game that uh, only came out in Japan. Um, but there is a fan translation for it that's out there. Uh, the only thing is, 
uh, or uh, there was a fan translation out there, and a lot of people were selling like custom made carts that mm-hmm. had the game on it. Um, and uh, they also have a fan translation in Japan that before Mother Three came out, they released a, a Game Boy Advance Mother One and Two. So it had, basically, you get the whole like trilogy on Game Boy Advance. Um, and there's a fan translation for that also. That was also never released in America because Mother One uh, was never released in America. Two was released as Earthbound, and three was never released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went online to like look to buy the carts, and they were about twenty bucks a piece. So it was like forty bucks. And I was like, at that point, like, let me see how much just a ROM cart is. Uh, and it was ninety bucks for the EverDrive, and I just kind of thought to myself, like, oh, like, like, fuck it, like I might as well just pay the extra fifty bucks and like be able to put them on myself and not mm-hmm. just buy these carts. Um, and, uh, I mean, it, it works really fucking well. It, Did you it load it up and everything? Yeah. It, it, it took me a while to, like, get it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some, like, weird things about it that I need to, to try and, uh, like, work out. Like, for some reason, I can't get it to load things in alphabetical order. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, like, you can put, like, things in folders. So, I have, like, a bunch of games separated in different folders. Um, but when you load it up, it's like, you know... G, R, you know, Z, L, it won't put them in, like, actual alphabetical order. Can you, you probably have to redo, I assume it's a micro SD card that you Yes, there's there. a micro SD card. You probably there. just have to format the, like, the card to be in alphabetical order before you put it in the thing. Yeah, you probably, possibly. That's probably just a computer thing you have to do rather than an internal settings thing. Yeah, yeah. I used to have one of those when what I was big into, for? like, GBA. For the I was box? looking for my Game Boy Advance. Emulation. Oh. Where did I put my Game Boy Advance? I also left it downstairs. downstairs. You might have left it downstairs. Mm. You were showing it off. Yeah. Well, there's one right there. That's mine. Well, that's Adam's. Dead. It's mine and it's dead. Don't touch it. No, it's dead. Don't no. touch it. Oh, did it actually die or No, it's just charged? that I haven't charged it. It's a Game Boy Advance SP. Like, how often do I need to bust this thing out? It's mm. got Tetris in it, and I haven't needed to play Tetris on here in a yeah. while. But uh, I did start playing uh, Mother 3. Okay. Uh, I didn't get very far into it. I basically just kind of did the opening area stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't really say much about it. I, I put maybe 10 minutes into the game, so I can't exactly give a, a thorough review. But uh, the EverDrive itself is pretty good because uh, there were always like a lot of Game Boy Advance games that were never released in America that I always wanted to try. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, all right, cool. Like At least now I can finally like download some patches for this. Yeah. Like There was another game I, I got called uh, Tomato Adventure, uh, which was actually the precursor to the Mario and Luigi games. Hmm. It's the the company that made those or made this other RPG called Tomato Adventure, and they got hired by Nintendo to make the um, the Mario and Luigi games after that. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a cool little device. Uh, I mean, I still like prefer to actually physically buy the games myself. Yeah, of course, uh, like I'm I'm not too big into the emulations or. Uh, yeah, the, the, like the yeah the enhancement yeah. scene, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance enhancement. But when it comes to the fact that like there's no other way I could play yeah. Mother, you know, I'll buy a, I'll buy a Japanese copy of Mother just to have like the actual physical copy, yeah. and then I'm fine with buying like doing the emulation at that point. Yeah, see, stuff like this is always weird because it's like if you're not gonna give me the opportunity, like I wish I could buy it. For if you. if they put out like a Mother trilogy on 3ds. Yeah, you'd buy. I'd fucking buy that in a heartbeat exactly. to have the like the official thing. Yeah, it's like if you give me a way to buy it, mm-hmm. I will buy it. I'm, yeah. I'm unequivocally stating that right now. Give me a way to buy it, I'll buy it from you. But if you continue to say, "No, nah, we don't want you to buy it. We don't want to put in the work," then like, what choice do I have? Yeah, I'm not buy something. Yeah, because you won't let me. That's not cool. 
And it's weird when it comes to a game like Mother that's like highly in demand. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they put it like they put Lucas into Smash Brothers and shit like that. That's and you're like, but you still can't play the game. Yeah. It's always been did weird you, to me. Did you hear the the guy who translated that? <clears throat> he like put it out online like for, for free, yeah. obviously. The um, fan translation. Right. Well and then he was like he was like, uh, if Nintendo tells me to take it down, I will gladly take it down. Also, like if they want to use my translation like I'll give them the rights to the translation to release in the West, but the fact that they're not even asking me to take it down proves that they have zero interest in releasing here. I know, like that's the way Nintendo always works. Like they let people make the fan translations, but like the minute that they're like, okay, we're actually gonna, like it happened with the uh, the Metroid Two remake that some people were making, mm-hmm. and then like they told them to take it down because they were releasing their own Metroid Two remake. Yeah, the, but they do like let people make stuff right up into the point that they want to do it themselves. And yeah, it's exactly that. The fact that they're just like, yeah, whatever, do what you want. Yeah. And he like, he's very open about being like, yes, Nintendo, if you want to use this sweet, I'll let you use it. Or if you want me to take it down, I'll gladly take it down. And he's talked directly to Nintendo and they're like, nah, that's fine. Yeah. And it's a very good translation too. Like, uh, I have no idea how this stuff like works, but as I was like playing it, I'm like, this feels like an actual, released game i don't know like in my head i was like expecting it to be like shitty or something like that why i mean it's just modifying text files yeah i know it's just but still anytime you hear fan anything you're like it could be really shitty yeah Yeah. well i'm like i mean i've like this is a completely different thing but i've like watched like fan translated anime and stuff and well that's that that stuff is like rushed out because they want they want to get it out and also like it has you know other things involved but i know the guy I watched like a video that he didn't put out, but like he helped put out about it, and it's like his like child, like this is like his his project that he's been working on. Yeah, he worked on it for like eight years or something. Like yeah, that. and like he's very time. passionate about it, so like of course it's gonna have some uh, you know time and effort put into it. So hmm. uh, it's a shame it'll probably never come out, but now you have a way to play. But now I can play it. There you go. So you give us a full full update next week. Would you ble- beat Mother Three? Yeah, I will see. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's supposed to be a pretty long game. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah. Well, do nothing else this week. Just got that. it. You got it. That's your homework assignment. Yeah. Uh, John, did you play anything else this week? I know you just talked a lot about Crackdown. Just Crackdown. Okay. I just played it and beat it, and I realized that like the Xbox does have like we were talking about like um, we wish that we could see how long you play things. Mm-hmm. And on the on the Xbox, they must have added it recently. You can go and like if you look at the achievement list, it'll tell you on the very bottom how long you've actually played the game. But I think you have to compare it with other people. So, like, I compared it to Joke just because I wanted to see if he'd beaten it or not. Um, but, yeah, I think that's cool that, like, it told me, sadly, that I put 18 hours into this game. It, uh, like, I mean, the game itself is incredibly short. Like, it took me no time to, like, clear out the map of, like, all of the, end of, like, the bosses and shit, like, yeah. that leading up to it. The, the bulk of the game I have spent has just been jumping around collecting stuff or, like, doing rooftop races or yeah. stunt rings and shit like that. Well, and like once I beat the final boss, that's when I started doing the cleanup. I'm, I don't think I'll ever collect I'm doing the, the cleanup orbs. before the final boss is what I've been trying to do. Yeah. Uh, it's easier. Yeah. I really have no desire to find all the orbs. Which I've been is getting bad. them just to <laughs> that like. seems so surprising because you're a, I got to find everything kind of person. It's because I know that like a lot of them are just going to be a bitch. and I'm just going to be frustrated and I'm like, eh. Well, and also um, like they don't show up on the map. Obviously they don't, they didn't, I think they did in two, but only when the you were, agility like, orbs did. 
What's not the that? hidden orbs. One of them did after you had like a hundred less. Like when you only had a hundred left, they showed up on the map. I thought. I think it was the agilities. Oh, okay, but I'm not sure. Also, the map. I is... mean, the hidden ones are supposed to be the hidden ones. So. Right. The map is also t- like huge Actually, in comparison. Did they like add that as a patch to the game? I no, think they added a patch that made the sound loud- louder. Okay. Yeah, because if people are like, "Oh, if, if I have to use my ears to find it, like." you know make it make the sound louder for it and they're like okay and now in crackdown 3 the like narrator dude will like tell there was you, a hidden orb in the area yeah. agent use your ears and try and find that hidden orb and collect them all it's right behind you look over your left shoulder it's underneath that tree look over there idiot <laughs> but i i just wanted to it told it when i compared it to you joe it told me how many you had in comparison to me and i was just like i just want to get more than joe and then i'll be done <laughs> There you go. That's the goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 pretty much through with that game. I beat the final race before coming over here and got the achievement for it. And like, if this game didn't have achievements, I would have zero interest in playing it. Honestly. Well, yeah. So like, you know, a lot of people like you say you're not like a trophy hunter, Adam. But like, no. If I if I play through a game, like I'll play through a game normally, yeah. and if I get a good chunk of the trophies where I think it's doable for me to achieve like the platinum. Then I will. But sometimes I play through and I have 50% of the trophies and I look and it's like, play the game six times on hard difficulty to get all the stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I don't know. There's no reason for it. No. I just want to get 75%. Like, that's usually my my goal. And if it, if I can see that I can get a thousand out of it, then great, I'll do that. But I'm just like, I, I'm good. I have, I think, 780 out of this one. And I was like, yep, that's, that's good enough. Yeah, the game has missable trophies where it's like, oh, if you didn't go down that one, if you didn't open that one door in the third level, yeah. then you're not going to get it and you have to go back and do this all over again. It's just like... There is one missable one in this one and I was just like, I don't really care enough yeah, to go back. exactly. So, that's kind of me too. But what did you play? Uh, more Tetris. Oh, actually, uh, last week we were discussing how good it would feel <laughs> to win a, ga- a game of Tetris, and I swore that we would do an emergency podcast, though some people didn't want to do the emergency podcast when I did finally win Because it was game. like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, it was like it was Sunday morning, I thought. It was. Was yeah. it? I thought it was like no, 11 o'clock no, at it was, it was, Yeah, it was right after it we was like recorded. Saturday you were like, emergency like podcast, come yeah. over now, and we're like, oh. No, no, it was Sunday morning because I had people over uh, Saturday night, and I couldn't, I couldn't win, and I won Sunday morning, and then won twice more during wrestling. Uh, with yeah, you were uh, you were on fire. I was doing very well. I've I still love that game just as much as I did before. Uh, I think the my skill level has kind of petered out, and the rest of the gaming world is catching up to it because I haven't been doing as well this like the last couple days that I've been playing. But it also just could be that I've been distracted or not putting in the same time, but. I still love that game yeah, so I was, freaking much. I was just playing it myself, but I wanted to let you talk about it because I mm-hmm. knew that would be the thing you would be excited about. Yeah, so you you had said last week that uh, the thought would be that winning at this would feel so much more accomplished than winning at, say, a Fortnite or a PUBG or any of the or other Apex, Apex like any of the other Battle Royale-style games. And while that is true, I was elated when it happened. It was also quite weird because I didn't know I won when Until I won, won. <laughs> because... I, I'm playing it, and you're. Just, I'm like, I'm panicked in the moment because things are just falling so fast, and you don't have a choice. Like, you just have to kind of just start throwing stuff at your stack and hope that it sticks the right way. And so I ended up getting a, a Tetris, and then you know was like spinning my last piece that was like trying to fade, and all of a sudden the game stopped, and I was like, wait, what? What happened? Like <laughs> the game broke. No, yeah, like my my screen went away, and all of a sudden things started flying at my screen. I was like, oh my god, what what is this? And then I looked, and I was like, oh. 
oh, I, I won. <laughs> huh. All right. Like, it, I was just surprised that it had happened because I didn't. It wasn't like when you're in that final firefight in Fortnite. Like, you know you're in the final firefight. Yeah, you know yeah. how many people are left and you know that's it. When, this that, was when like, that chicken dinner thing pops up on the screen. Yeah, you have an idea that you could have. Like, I didn't know how many people were left. I didn't know. I had a feeling that it was probably top three, but I didn't. Because the game was moving so fast. Yeah, and I'm not looking to the sides or anything like that. So, but it was funny because I recorded my, you know, the good thing about the Switch is that when you just, when you want to record something, you just hold the share button and it creates a a video clip of the last 30 seconds. So I was able to watch it back. And I, in watching it back, I laughed because I get a Tetris and then a T piece comes and I'm spinning it because I'm panicking that I don't want (laughs) to drop it the wrong way, but it's just spinning there on the screen. And then the game ends. And so I'm watching it back and I go, I look like I'm bragging. Like, I just, I look like <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm going to just pull off a dope ass T-spin right here and I got just a tet- murder you. No, it's more like I got a Tetris and you're yeah, definitely. I'm just waiting for you to be done. Yeah, you're definitely fucked with that Tetris because like, I'm me. I'm awesome. Spins. But really, I'm just like, oh my God, please drop it the right way. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh. So that was, that was funny. I did post that online. But yeah, it was very satisfying. And then the next two were just like, all right, yeah, like I'm I'm the best Tetris player ever now. Like this is gonna be great. So is that the only three that you've won? Yeah, just the three the three last week and that was it. Well, yeah. all in one day too. All in one day. Yeah, yeah. it was just like just a perfect storm yeah. of being able to do it. But it's, like we were well, we were watching the pay per view and all of a sudden we just heard Adam go like, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. I mean because like, I was playing I wouldn't put it down, you know, so yeah, no, still playing that game, still trying to, you know, get better. And I still can't do T-spins. Like, I know I, uh, the idea of it, but my brain just doesn't process how to actually do it. Well, because yeah. you never, like, you try not to make holes. Yeah, exactly. you need holes to do T-spins. So, I know. Uh, yeah. I, I watched, like, a crazy uh, game of Tetris 99. Um, I guess, like, 38 KOs. I, I don't know how many KOs he had. It was just, it was at the end. It was crazy because it was the two guys left, and it was basically they were just trading junk. Yeah, it was like like one guy's thing would go all the way up to the top, and then he would like whittle it all the way down, and then the other guy's thing would go all the way to the top. And it was basically like watching a scale like go like back and forth. Yeah, yeah, like a seesaw of their screens going like up and down. But like watching it, the guy was like you know pre planning all of his. He was setting up yeah. his T spins. That's what the like elite players do yeah. or something like that. He, yeah, he was like setting up the T spins, and it's just the kind of thing where like I would see him drop something, I'd be like, "Oh, he fucked up," and I was like, "Oh no, he just he had a T coming. He knew yeah, exactly what he was doing." Him. Yeah, and yeah, I just I can't think that fast. Like I can't think that far ahead, even well, though it's like a second ahead. Well, you just have to know like you can see in the periphery of vision that a line's coming. Now you just have to know that a T's coming. So instead of setting up for a line, you just set up for a T instead. Yeah, but it's just that's another element to yeah. add to yeah. your. I don't need to. I don't need to get that. Like I already do okay with just the way I normally right. play. Right, you've won three out of what? How many do you think? Five thousand, three hundred. I think. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm at about three hundred, a little over that. One percent. So. That's not too bad. Yeah, I'll take that. You are one out of ninety nine anyway, so sure. Yeah. Works out perfectly. Yes. No, and then I've been playing Apex as well. So just battle royale still, because they're both still ridiculously fun. Have you been winning at Apex? Uh, not this week at all. Like I played a handful of games here and there this week, but nothing where I like. I came in, I think, second once. Did uh, you use the new gun? I did, but it's just a gun. I didn't like it. I In playing with it, the Havoc, I think it's called, I was like, I 
it's a good gun, I guess, but like I'm it's never going to. Yeah, I'm just I'm never going to use it. Right. Yeah. Plus, well, like they don't want to like break the game and all of a sudden drop in like the super killer gun that like can shoot through walls or something. No, and but it's just going to be just another gun. Yeah, but it could fe- it could have the right kind of feel, the right kind of like bullet, like you know, burst or automatic. Yeah, it could have like it could feel better, and maybe I did really well with it if it was a newer gun. Like it may not be overpowerful, it just could fit better to my play style. Right. But like, I didn't get that vibe from it. So. Remember when they put the DMR in Halo, like. Yeah, and then everybody just used the DMR. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, no, I don't think it's, like, breaking or anything, but I just didn't feel like it was going to be a thing that <laughs> I want to continue. But that game, for me, just like, you know, Fortnite or any of those other games, is I just use the best thing that I can find. So, I'm not like, oh, I need to find Seeking a Havoc. Out. It's like, all right, now I'll just take this light machine gun or this heavy or whatever. Yeah. Play, you know, play with what I play with. I don't ever really use the energy weapons, and that the Havoc, I think, is an energy weapon. Yeah, I don't ever use Because there's less ammo for those around. There's tons of light and heavy and shotgun ammo, yeah. but somehow less energy ammo. So I and I like to have a lot of ammo because my aim isn't very good. <laughs> so I know where my weaknesses are, and that's one of them. Right. So yeah, I just continued with the the battle royales this week, and then I like I went you know uh, up to Boston last night and staying at a friend's house. So we were playing Mario Party all night and Smash all night. So you know just Nintendo stuff kicking around. So the normal things that I would normally play, like yeah, social games. Yeah, that don't really require like a, a segment, mm-hmm. so to speak. So that was it for me and for what we played this week. So we'll jump right into uh, the news of the week. We'll classify it all as the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, even though uh, there are a couple of things that are really big right off the top. Um, first and foremost, uh, we normally talk about, you know, people leaving companies and they don't really, you know, we know the names or we know the company names. We know the games they've worked on, but it never really feels like a quote unquote loss, so to speak. Uh, but this week is quite different from that because we were very surprised to learn in the middle of this week uh, that the president of Nintendo of America, Reggie fils uh, is stepping down and retiring in April uh, to be replaced by Doug Bowser, which is the most apt Nintendo name of all time. I um, mean, he could have been like Mario something. Or- <laughs> could have been Mario Bowser, obviously, but you know, but like that's, that's pretty good. But Reggie is, Stepping down to retire, he says he wants to spend more time with his family, you know, the normal retirement things, but, you know, where this is different than the, oh, the guy who made Modern Warfare 2 and left Sledgehammer, you know, whatever, this is, like, this is a guy who was at every E3, has been such a big part of the, like, Nintendo renaissance of the Wii you know, switch era and a dude that and just, also the Wii U. Yeah, we'll skip over that. Uh, I said Renaissance, not yeah. down. The guy's leaving on top, so yeah, three exactly, and all that. Um, and so I what I want to know what you guys thought about Reggie stepping away. It's sad. I mean, he's he's like the face of the company, other than Miyamoto. Like he's the most recognizable, rec- recognizable. Well, at least here in the West, like at least for us Americans, as I he think is even the, in Japan, he's pretty well loved. Yeah, he's a big he's a big deal. They made a obviously. Muppet for him. Yeah, um, but also I think that guy should be the new president. I love Muppet right <laughs> But also, I mean, he's just corporate dude. Like, yeah. It's so yeah, the company's not going to change. It's just like, oh, we don't get to see Reggie as much anymore. Yeah, some stuff will change because obviously, as the president, you lead things in a certain direction, or you ste- help steer and make those kind of decisions. But I feel like you know, Nintendo's such a well-oiled machine at this point that yeah. You know, I don't think we'll see a drop off. I don't think Switch is all of a sudden going to get worse no. just because Reggie left. But it is, it, it's sad. I mean, yeah, I, I, the corporate wise, right? You're right, John. It, like, I don't think it's going to really affect anything of the way that Nintendo works. But, like, Reggie always just seemed like a really cool guy. And, like, yeah, like his presence at E3 and, like, all of the things that he did for the company. Uh, I mean, the guy was like a living meme, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> like, his body he, was ready. Yeah. 
Uh, and he embraced it. And that yeah, was the best and, part yeah, about and, it. And he was perfectly okay with going with that. Like, he was just a guy that went with the flow. Yeah. And it made him very likable. Yeah. So it is, like, really sad to see him go. And I don't think he's going to be gone forever. I'm sure he'll no. still, like, pop up at... Uh, at, at, at E3 once every once in a while people or are going to get him on their panel shows like he's going to be doing you know the game awards one year or yeah. he'll be doing you know or like guest he'll ap- be guest appearing in a mega 64 video like yeah. he used to do yeah he'll be around yeah uh, and like to your point Reggie was one of those people that every time I watched him talk about Nintendo stuff it got me more excited for those things because, like, you just he saw the look. Seemed on his... like he really was excited for yeah. stuff. Yeah, he and, liked his job. Yeah. yeah, and that was infectious. Where like I would be watching yeah, a Nintendo goofy Direct, grin, man. Yeah, I'd be watching a Nintendo Direct, and I wouldn't care about whatever game was coming up. But then he would say something goofy at the end of it, and <laughs> be and like make some pun about. And you'd be like, oh, Reggie. Yeah, about like Fire Emblem that I don't give a shit about. But I'd be like, you know what, man. Reggie likes it. Like that's just I'm <laughs> yeah. so I'm so happy for people because I get to see smiles like Reggie's. Like yeah. it's it's great. Do you guys have a favorite Reggie moment from any of the E threes or? Memes I mean, it's got to be Muppet Reggie. That that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's mine. It looks so great. Yeah. I mean, there's like I said, the guy was a living meme, and there's tons of them out there and stuff. Yeah, like I, the body, my body is ready. And like I, I loved it when his like goodbye video that they posted on their oh, website. Tears. Yeah, like at the end, he's like, "Don't worry, my body is still ready and stuff." And I'm like, Aww. "Oh, Reggie, don't." No, that video was very sad. Like, I watched that and I was just like, oh, man, he loved us too. Yeah. Like, uh, his appearances uh, in the Mega 64 videos, uh, what was, like, the Regibot video that they did? Oh, yeah. Where they replaced him with, like, a robot that was, like, shooting lasers out of his eyes and stuff. It was good shit. The guy was a cool guy. Yeah, like, he would always go on, uh, like, the Tonight Show or Late Show with Jimmy Fallon. Like, every time. Didn't he do, like, uh, the Conan stuff also? I don't know if he did a Clueless Gamer. Clueless Gamers. I don't know if he did a Clueless Gamer. He might have. Yeah. But like you, you know, he was a guy that he, when he went on those shows, you were excited because it's like, oh, he's going to show off, you know, the new Mario Tennis. Or when he went to show off Switch, it was like he would talk about it, and you'd see like Fallon get giddy, which I mean, granted, is not hard, but like it was just one of those things where he lightened up and made everybody like super amped yeah. to talk about these things, and which is funny for a guy that looks like Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You wouldn't think that that uh, dude would be the most lovable monster. guy. In Frankenstein's the world. monster. Yeah, I think everyone knows what I'm talking. About. I think Tyler or Nick Ross, one of them met him and like shook his hand, and they were like, "Yeah, his hand went up to my elbow." Mm-hmm. He's like, "He it shook was, my arm." It was probably Nick Ross because he's a little dude, so yeah. it must have just been very weird. <laughs> well, like Reggie's just a big dude. As yeah, well. yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, he like shook my arm. He didn't shake my hand." <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, did you guys see the first picture of Doug Bowser saying, like, thanks for the, all the welcomes? Yeah. The... Did you see what's in the background of that picture? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Doug Bowser <laughs> put up a picture of himself. He's just holding a little sign that says, thanks for the warm welcome. Thanks for the, like, the great wishes. Some kind of sentiment like that. But then on the shelf in the back corner is the stuffed animals of Mario and Luigi tied up with a GameCube controller cord. <laughs> so, clearly, something's not right. Luigi's Bowser already. You know, Bowser was, just came in and immediately was, wrapped up those pesky Mario brothers. I was like... Like, part of me was like, I wonder, like, did, has anyone checked to see if that was his, his real name? <laughs> or did it just, like, he knew he was going to work for Nintendo and he just changed his I'm name just, to Bowser because... No, he worked for, um, he worked for EA, I think, before this? Before he started working for Nintendo. So he's worked in the game industry before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, he has, I mean, with the name, a name like that, he has the meme potential to fill Reggie's giant ass shoes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just seems more like just a regular corporate dude. I don't know if he's going to have the same kind of charm. The level of fun. As yeah. Reggie did. Until but, it comes out in a Bowsette costume. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Doug Bowsett. I, I did see a great Congratulations, picture. Internet. You've got it now. <laughs> I did see a great picture that was just a drawing of Bowser, but he was wearing Doug's clothes nice. from the cartoon Doug. So he had a green, <laughs> he had a green vest on, <laughs> like the cargo shorts and stuff. Sick. It just said Doug Bowser. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That's good. That is pretty funny. I have seen pictures of him before, and he's like, he always has like a Bowser pin on his. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. you gotta embrace yeah. that. So, yeah, super cool. But yeah, I don't think he's going to be a personality. I think he's going to be a, just a suit. But that's fine. Yeah, which is kind of like it's kind of a loss though. Like something about those three sure. directs and just watching yeah. the, the yeah. fun with, play like, ball with, miss. Also, of it like is... with a water gone now and stuff. Yeah. Like I mean, um, Miyamoto, he's still kicking around. He's still always a big goofy smile on his face as well. But like, but he's only really around for the Mario stuff. Yeah, you know? or the Zelda stuff. Yeah. Yeah, whereas that's Reggie like was around, baby. yeah, where Reggie was around for everything Nintendo. Like. Well, that's like that's my point. Like Awada, he also kind of had that vibe. Reggie had that vibe. Uh, it's still early to tell with like Bowser, uh, yeah. but uh, like it kind of feels like a bit of like the fun is gone now. Yeah, and that's more business. But again, it's it's the the initial announcement of it. E three will really be the the litmus the test. test of all right. Is he having fun? Like when he has to come out. During the direct, if he's a part of the direct at all, and like introduce the new Pokemon, like that would have been so cool to watch Reggie get excited about a little Pikachu. He would probably have a little Pikachu run up to him on screen, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, "Oh, hey, Pikachu, what are you doing?" And like introduce a game, and that would have been a fun way to do it. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, that'll be re- the real test: is if is Doug more of a corporate guy or is he more of a a fun fan? And that'll really be the uh, the test. Yeah. Uh, lightning round. Speaking of E3 2019, uh, something else big is happening, and it concerns Nintendo, and it concerns Microsoft, who we had talked about a couple weeks ago getting in bed together, so to speak, uh, where they had announced at GDC they were going to talk about implementing Xbox Live into the Switch for friends lists and cross-platform play and cross-platform games like Rocket League and Fortnite and and the like. And we had talked at that time about what that could potentially mean going forward for the future of both things. And the new rumor this week pretty much hit the nail on the head that we had talked about and is the rumor that Games Pass is going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, it's great. Right? You know? Uh, there's, I can't really think of the hell there could be a downside to it. No. No. Well, yeah, no, not at all. And Because we, we had talked about, like, oh, would Sony get in bed or, you know, anything like that. It's like, no, they would rather probably just make a Vita 2 or a PSP 2 or whatever they want to call it. But, like, Microsoft's not going to make a handheld. They The time has passed for that to have been a possibility. That would have been a mid-90s, late, or mid-2000s, late-2000s kind of decision when, like, the PSP was flourishing and the 3DS was coming out and all this stuff. But, I mean, this is huge if true mm-hmm. would you as switch owners uh continue to subscribe to games pass oh yeah absolutely if i knew that i could like take games portably uh because i mean like the problem with the games pass on its own right now is i already own all of the stuff that i would want to play on games yeah, pass right? um if it was like okay pay ten dollars a month and now you can stream all those games onto your switch that's worth it a lot more to me okay. if it just comes down to the fact that it's like uh as of right now when i'm looking at the, the 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 games pass just on my xbox i'm like all right like there's like two or three things on here that i don't already own yeah um that i, I so it doesn't seem worth it right now but now it's like oh but this way now i can play cuphead on the go i can mm-hmm. play like uh state of decay on the go i can but- do all this stuff 
but you can't. Streaming wise, yeah. like I could take it to Adam's house and play it. Yeah, yeah that's or Tyler's house and play it. Right, yeah. you'd have to be on a Wi-Fi. Computer. Or even I can just play it at my house handheld now. Yeah, right. As opposed to on just on the TV. Yeah, like, I can throw Cuphead a movie be, on. Cuphead would be great, like in handheld. Mm-hmm. Well, also that's part of this rumor is that Cuphead is coming to Switch regardless of this Game Pass, and also oh, OB or whatever that blue. Oh, Oni and the Blind. Uh, yeah, Ori, Ori and the Blind Ori. Forest. Those yeah. two games are coming to the Switch, apparently. Yeah, uh, yeah that's part of the, the rumor. There was a lot of like Xbox, Microsoft kind of intertwined yeah. things, and that was one of them. That was part of it. So those games will be there. The Games Pass potentially will be there as an announcement at E3. One thing that's a little like makes me think that this may not happen, or at least is a hurdle that they're going to have to get over, is there are multi-platform games that are on Games Pass, but also available for purchase on Switch. Does this like do they kind of give concessions to those companies? Mm-hmm. Because now it's less likely someone's going to buy their game on Switch when they put the work in to make it on the platform. Yeah, that's a good I'm, point. I mean, there might be some sort of restrictions where like you don't get access to all 100 games on the Game Pass. Maybe, maybe. you only get access to certain ones. Maybe it's only like Microsoft third party or first party games. Maybe. Uh, I mean, we could you know. Uh, Still not a bad deal if it comes down to like a, no like you can play Halo Gears. <laughs> yeah Gears or Halo on like on your Switch yeah. might be kind of cool. Well, it's the thing like I've never owned an Xbox, so this and that's would the be... thing I was thinking about. What happens to like can you just sign up for a Games Pass without an Xbox, or do you need yeah. to own an like do you need to have an Xbox Live subscription? You have to have a Live account, I think. Well, I have an account. Like I have a I have a game Microsoft Gamer Tag, right? Uh, but but then I, yeah, but do you need gold. gold? So do you need to pay sixty, to pay fifty, or sixty bucks for the year for gold, and then ten bucks a month for? And see, I don't think so because I feel like the sixty bucks for gold is what gets your Xbox online. Whereas if I'm on Switch, and granted, these are questions. Maybe if you have just a like, if you just have the Nintendo Switch account, maybe you have to pay fifty bucks or sixty yeah. bucks for Game Pass. Think, but I actually don't know if you need Xbox Live to have. Games Pass. You might not need. To. You I'm might just sure have it that. automatically because well, you need you Xbox, Xbox Live to play online. But yeah, so it depends on the game you're playing. Online game play to it, and also if you're connected to the internet, you probably have it anyway. So like, uh, yeah, but I'm sure there's lots of people that own Xboxes that just don't have Xbox Live because they only care about playing their stuff by themselves. Yeah, they only play single player games. But and... you need it to play like Netflix movies and everything too. It's any internet. I mean, I can play any, I can watch Netflix on a million yeah. other things. That I, I can have an Xbox just to play my single player games like Gears, like, you know, Tomb Raider, Madden, you know, if I wanted to play just single player or house co-op, you know, sports games. Yeah, I mean, they might just have like, back in the day, it was the silver account. I don't like, yeah. you can still connect to the internet, but you just can't play against other people online. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that buy games that they're just like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not going to worry about playing Far Cry multiplayer or anything. No. Or, like, they'll play Crackdown 3 if they buy that and not play any of the multiplayer. Or, like, I have my Xbox so I can play Red Dead. Yeah. Like, okay, perfect. You don't need to go online for that. You can. There's 100 plus hours of that, you know, The Witcher, Skyrim, whatever. Yeah, a million other things. Yeah. So, it's entirely possible. But, yeah, if you don't need Xbox Live Gold for Games Pass, I've never had to look into it because, again... Never you don't own an Xbox. Xbox. But now I could finally go and play the story mode for Halo if I really want to. Mm. Like I can now go and play all the Gears games so I can see like did I miss out on something or was I right these are just, you know, shooters and whatever. But it, those those are one of those ones that it, it's, it's like crackdown where it's like at the time these were like 
yeah. something, and then now if you go back and try and play it, it's like, oh, well, other games have done this better. But this is also a, a good thing because this could potentially tease me to getting an Xbox, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I played all these games, and you know what? They are awesome. But I'm all, good. like, Xbox games are coming to Games Pass at this point. That's true. So, really, what's the point? Yeah. I guess it would depend on how the streaming is. And streaming technology is good. Like, when I played Assassin's Creed on the Project Google thing... That worked perfectly fine in my house on my Wi-Fi. Yeah, uh, they've been testing it in Japan when, with the Switch. Like Resident yes. Evil 7 and is Odyssey. a streaming... Hmm? And Odyssey. Odyssey. And Odyssey. Oh, yeah, Odyssey. Assassin's Creed yeah. Odyssey. Yeah, no, yeah. and Resident Evil 7. Both yeah, of them. Resident Evil 7 was yep. like uh, the, the streaming one. Yeah, and so those are available already streaming, but this will be the Microsoft streaming platform cloud service thing that they have, which I'd have to imagine is probably better than whatever, you know... Uh, Konami, not Konami, uh, Ubisoft was putting out for like Assassin's Creed or Capcom was putting out for Resident Evil. I'm sure the Microsoft cloud service was probably going to be better. So it would probably run better than those. And those ran fine anyway. So, yeah, I mean, this is a huge announcement. This is like, if if true, granted, it's all still rumor, but it's pointing to, to E3 as being the kind of... I mean, it, Apex it, it. it seems like it is the natural progression of everything that's been happening leading up to this at mm-hmm. this point. Like, other other than this, them basically, like I, I was saying before, where, like, they just kind of merge, like, not, you know, maybe not as a company, but, like, uh, like I was thinking, like, because uh, one of the other things as part of the story that we're going to be getting into is uh, they have announced, like, two new consoles for... Uh, the well, they haven't announced. There are no, rumors about rumors. two new consoles coming yep. out uh, for the Xbox. Whatever the next Xbox is, the Xbox One Two or whatever the fuck it's going to be. Yeah, right now the current One, umbrella two. is Project Scarlet is mm-hmm. the current umbrella term for those. Uh, yeah, and then the two we've talked about the the possibility of two individual consoles before. Uh, it was Project or Anaconda, and what was the other one? Uh, Scorpio. No, that no, was Scorpio the Xbox, was the One, Xbox X. One X. Oh yeah. Uh, it's Anaconda and hang on, it's loading. Uh, Lockhart, Lockhart. Yeah. yeah. So we had we had heard those code names a while ago and kind of speculated what those were. That's come more concrete into view now because that's also going to be an announcement for Xbox at E3, most likely. And so why don't you tell us the two differences in those? Uh, well, this is, these are again just rumors. They came from a, a French website called Jeu Video. Uh, the uh, they talked about the Lockhart and the Anaconda consoles. The Lockhart. Uh, was going to be a lower-end model with no disk drive uh, that was specifically just for streaming. Um, uh, and, like, direct digital play, essentially. I think, I'm think i sure it'll probably have a hard drive for you to, like, download and install yeah. games as well. Yeah. Uh, and then the Anaconda was basically going to be the Xbox One X version uh, that would come with a disk drive, would probably have, like, backwards compatibility, uh, but it would be a lot more money. Uh, no actual price as of just yet. It, it, probably comparable to the Xbox yeah. One they X. compared it to the Xbox One. Yeah. X. So you have five hundred dollars for that one, and probably three hundred or four hundred for the the one with no disc drive. That one would also be back, backwards compatible. You just, just have digitally. to buy the digital yeah Xbox three sixty or have Game Pass or have Game Pass exactly yeah. Um, but like the, the thing that I was thinking about, like with whatever this Lockhart is going to be, like if they have their streaming system that they are making. I was wondering, like, if they would give some of that technology to Nintendo to beef up whatever the Switch 2 is or whatever the Switch uh, Slim or the Switch Lite or whatever that is. Yeah, re-switched. Yeah, the re-switch, the double switch. Switch 1, if Mm -hmm. Microsoft's letting them name it. Yeah, or the Switch (laughs) X. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) 
the Switch box. Because it's yeah. all in one. Although Switches. it wouldn't be because it's got controllers that yeah. come off of it. Yeah. So like Switch if they're if they are working on their streaming or their like, you know, digital only console, why not? Like and if they're going to do this like a uh, team up with Nintendo yeah. Yeah, why not give them some of that like thing? Be like at that point, they could just be like, "Look, like you'll be our portable system, yeah, <laughs> and we'll much. handle the the like the the desktop box." Yeah, it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, so it, I'd be interested to see if something came from that. Yeah, I'm more interested in the fact that like there are games that are going to be on Games Pass. Like I'm, I'm excited to be able to play the the Tomb Raider. That's definitely not going to come to Switch anytime soon, if ever. But it'll be on Games Pass. Yeah, and I'll be able to stream that probably. Or like Forza. Yeah, you know that'd be good to have on, a... especially for ten bucks a month. You yeah. know, I could play Sea of Thieves with you guys. We could get into that. That could be fun. Actually, that would actually be really fun. Like three people with three switches playing Sea of Thieves, game. like the same. Oh yeah, John. John's terrified of the ocean and yeah. anything that they have to do with fish or water you or can anything hide like in a barrel. that. Just hide it. Hide in a barrel. Close your eyes. You guys just like to to terrorize me with video games. Well, yeah, Ace uh, combat. That's what we put me in a shark cage at one point. We put you in a barrel, and we put the barrel on the boat, and then we sail to the island. I don't. Yeah. And then we'll take the barrel out, and okay. we'll you know we'll Sounds put it good. on the island, and we'll be like, okay, John, it's safe to come out of the barrel now. Wow. Sounds good. I didn't do something this time. No, that was John. No, that's a, that's calls a, him likes we seasons yeah, once a month. He's shaking, and that's why he's shaking. <laughs> he's because he's terrified fear. of yeah. the idea. Of the cat. Mm-hmm. It's just like if if the giant squid attacks us. Don't come out of the barrel. No, don't do it. No. Or I think they added a giant shark to the game, and they added a megalodon as well. So I don't want yeah. either of those. <laughs> no, stay no, inside thanks. the barrel, John. Uh, so one last piece of this kind of overall Xbox at E3 uh, part of the lightning round uh, is the rumor that Halo Infinite will also be launching on uh, Project Scarlet, the next-gen systems, but will be cross-generational and will release on Xbox One as well, which is kind of surprising, but not surprising because you... You know, Halo's your system seller, quote unquote. So, you know, put it on the new one, but don't leave behind the other people, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about that? Do you, are you surprised by Halo Infinite being on mo- uh, both? No, uh, not really. Um, it's more like I just don't care. <laughs> also, this is like kind of lends credence to the fact that this is not going to be a real Halo game. They still uh, haven't said shit about it, other like than that it's furthering like whatever the, the, the thing. That's true. So it's not like the Reach or the ODST it's not of this six. one. It's, it's not six. It's I mean, I didn't be furthering. The I just Master don't Chief care story. because I didn't like uh, Guardians and I didn't like four. Uh, I loved four. I didn't like Guardians, but also this is not gonna be Halo Six. They, yeah. they keep saying it. So the fact that it's not gonna be on the like uh, exclusive to the new console lends credence to the fact that this is not going to be the next Halo game. Like, this is going to be... Uh, it's not a Battle Royale, because they've already said it's not a Battle Royale, but it could be, like, fucking Halo Wars 3 or something like that. Like, so one of the rumors uh, is a part of this kind of overall rumor is that it's going to have a lot more RPG elements in it. So it may be more of a maybe more of an anthem or destiny than it is. Oh, like uh, a, the four player squad based potentially world like RPG. Oh, and also thing. with it being called Infinite, maybe this is just Fallout seventy six Halo version. Like mm. it's just an online RPG that you also can play as Master Chief. I don't know how that Master Chief plays into this though, because they did say it was furthering the Master uh, he Chief. He could be story. the guy that's telling you like. He's the new Cortana. Like he's just in your helmet telling you to do stuff. Yes. He's mm-hmm. like, now he's the 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 uh, what AI. was the name of the guy? Not the AI, but like the 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 captain of the ship that like told you to do stuff. 
the angry guy that yelled at you all the time? Sarge? Was his name Sarge? He had a name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I didn't play it. I don't have Games Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or any Xbox. That's right. Oh, no, but he, I think he died in 3, right? No, then he like, came Whoa, back. Whoa, spoilers. Dude, I just said I haven't played it. <laughs> uh, you're about 15 years removed. Yeah. I don't care. It's my, it's my show. I demand no spoilers on games <laughs> I haven't played that I could be playing in the future thanks to this new Games Pass on Switch. But like honestly, what that my kind of first thought when I heard about that part, about like it being on both of the, the kind of systems, made me almost kind of feel like whatever this new uh project scarlet whatever the hell it is isn't really going to even be like a new it's not going to be the halo or the xbox four in my head like i think uh, it's going to be like one step over like an xbox one x but like still not like a full-blown new console yeah in my way of thinking i i was i was kind of picturing it more like like a that it might end up being like a souped up console that's more meant for like playing everything yeah with the, all their effort, isn't that in what putting... the Xbox One was supposed to be? No, no, but... no I meant more like it like it'll Xbox be like all in one. It'll play like it'll play Xbox. It'll play Xbox 360. It'll play Xbox One games. It'll play... it'll play like whatever these new things are, but like it still won't feel like a full blown new console. Yeah, it's kind of like the rumors of the next PlayStation are. It's going to be backwards compatible with PlayStation One, so it's more of an overall PlayStation legacy system. Yeah, that also that plays new things and it's yeah. upres and it's a little bit stronger, a little bit more powerful. So, is it the PS Five? Yeah, probably. Like, if we're going to put a label on it, it is. But is it really a big enough jump from the four to the five where you're right. calling it the next generation, or is it just? No, this is just a, a an little enhanced bit more. generation. Yeah, right. Well, That's... it's also kind of like how far have we gotten since last generation? Like, there's not much we can do better. Yeah, technology-wise, what are you putting in this that makes it so it's not just a PS4 Pro and right. a half? Well, yeah. the only like guaranteed 60 frames per second. Okay. Yeah. Larger RAM, probably. Yeah. But like CPU-wise, probably not much. 5K. <laughs> Ultra it goes HD. Eight. Yeah. It's hmm? four. It's four than eight. I don't think eight? it's like five, six, seven. I think it's four and eight. Okay. Yeah, because whatever the hell the two is before that, is. it's just yeah. doubled every time. Yeah. I'm sure it's like everything's 4K or everything's at least ultra HD or you know who well, knows. Well, film what. grain is 2K. That's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. just twofold every time. Yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking uh, the you you calling it the legacy system is yeah. that, that kind of rings more true to what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's more going to be like the culmination of everything leading up to this at this point, and it'll be like. You know how they have the the streaming only one, and then or like the digital only one, and then the disc based one. The disc based one will be like if you want to put in your Xbox discs, your Xbox 360 discs, your Xbox One discs, or you can just buy them digitally and yeah. play all of the like everything leading up to this, and maybe like other stuff. I don't know if they'll like tap into other things. Maybe with with Nintendo, they'll be like, hey, and you can download N64 games on it or something, something along that line. Crazy. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. World we live in. You can I'm play actually your HD DVDs. You can still play those. I still got that thing. Yeah, <laughs> my HD DVD player. The one thing I'm surprised about is, given the fact that we think that it's going to be, you know, continuously backwards compatible, I would have thought Halo Infinite would have been one of those like God of War two style games where it releases maybe the same day and date, or maybe it's just a little bit before the you know the Xbox Four or Project Scarlet, and it's a 
it's an Xbox One game, but since it's backwards compatible, it plays on the next system and it gets up like that. But maybe it comes out after that's already been out kind of thing where you don't leave anybody behind who didn't get the new one because the new one's got, you know, five different variations you could buy in the store, but it you can still play it there. So I'm surprised if it's going to be like a, like a Grand Theft Auto where it comes out on both. Like there's separate versions for each one. But again, we'll see. But it does seem like it is going to be more of a like a legacy console. It also sounds like by doing two different versions of it, they're not uh, confident in the fact that people are going to buy the new systems. Yeah. Because again, it's like we said, what did, what do you have as a selling point that's going to get people to buy those yeah. new systems? So, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, Microsoft has said that they're going, that Xbox at E3 this year is going to be the biggest that they've been at any E3 ever. And so far, it seems like they're they're stacking up to have that because they're going to have, you know, new Halo stuff to talk about. They're going to have new consoles to talk about. They're going to have potentially this groundbreaking partnership with one of their rivals also, you know, at E3. So, you know, we're only a few months away from that. I mean, it's almost March and what is E3 June, right? Early June, isn't it? Yeah, early yeah. June. Yeah. So, you know, we're only what four months away three yeah. months away so it's gonna get interesting real quick and these rumors aren't gonna stop like this is probably just the the opening of the floodgates for it but i'm certainly intrigued especially for that games pass on switch yeah. and what the inverse of that could be if if we get virtual console if we get nes online or super nintendo online on xbox yeah is that possible yeah so, i mean like this works well for Nintendo to get the Microsoft stuff. But yeah, I would be interested to see if Microsoft is going to be getting Nintendo stuff. Certainly possible. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe like Bayonetta 3 is playable on, you know, Xbox One because that's... You have to think what Nintendo games would Microsoft players conceivably want because you're not getting Mario. You're not getting Zelda. You're not getting the first parties. Yeah, like I... I, Well, I don't know. I mean, if they're putting... Well, we don't know what it would be, but like if they're putting Halo on the Switch... Yeah, why well, couldn't you get Mario Odyssey on the 360? But you'd be getting. We have to like the buy Switch. the buy it digitally because Nintendo's only had Nintendo stuff since like Mario's never been on much of anything else. Whereas the Halo was kind of pandered to be like there was going to be a GBA Halo game that was being made. There's a lot of like a DS game or a DS game. Like Microsoft has been giving the, out Viva Pinata was on the uh, yeah on oh, the, the 3DS. rare games. on the 3DS yeah. Yeah, uh, Minecraft is on other stuff as well. So, like, Microsoft is giving out to other people. Nintendo, however, is not. So, But this could be the big thing that, like, greases the wheel. I yeah. would, I mean, I doubt it. But, but I don't think we're getting Halo proper on Switch. Like, I think you're getting, you get to play the Master Chief Collection or Halo 5 because you have Games Pass. Right, right. Whereas, like, you could get Mario 64, but that's because we gave you 64 you know, virtual console or 64 online. And so you can play those Mario games on Xbox, but it's a part of this larger service. Like, I don't think we'll necessarily get bigger release games. Yeah. But But I mean, maybe whatever, like the switch online thing is, maybe that'll be on Xbox. Maybe like the, the, the Nintendo game stuff they have on switch online. Yeah. It's certainly possible. And Mm -hmm. it would uh, mark a paradigm shift in what this console war has been since, what the late eighties, early nineties, when it started as Nintendo and Sega and is blossomed into this three way fight for supremacy. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, both of them are getting owned by Sony. So <laughs> maybe they got to just team up to take Sony down. And that's the craziest thing about this is like, this is all going to go down in an E3 where Sony says, we don't need to be there. 
Like the video, <laughs> yes, the true. landscape is going to fun. If all of this pans out to be true, the landscape of video games is going to be fundamentally changed, and Sony's just going to be back. Like, I mean, we didn't even feel the need to be there. Like <laughs> history like, happened, and we just don't give a shit. We're just nice. printing money. Yeah, but I like. I am fully expecting to see like Doug Bowser show up at the Microsoft conference yep. at E3. I'm yeah. absolutely 100% expecting that to happen. Mm-hmm. And maybe that'll be like his first big appearance, you know, because they go the first. They're, you know, they're usually the Sunday night or Monday morning, you yeah. know, however they want to, to go with it. So yeah. Or it, maybe they'll just do some sort of weird joint conference instead, like meld the Nintendo direct into the Microsoft conference. You couldn't do that because Microsoft's unveiling new consoles. I True. think you'd have to. You could have that announcement. Unless be they part say like, it. and with the with the uh, Lockhart like streaming thing that we're doing, we've also teamed up with Nintendo to yeah. give them access to our priority or prioritize whatever the hell that word is. Yeah. Uh, proprietary. Proprietary. That's the yeah. word. Uh-huh. Uh, like <laughs> tech uh, to make a new Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And then at the and then like Doug Bowser walks out with a new Nintendo Switch. Crazy. Could what be that. Crazy. I mean, this is pie in the eye yeah. or pie in the sky dreaming right now yeah. going on. But boy, that would be crazy if it fucking happened. Well, and then Sony's sitting there going like, "Fuck, maybe we should have had a thing." <laughs> now I feel like they would just in a year roll out a, a new handheld of their own. Like sure. if they're not already thinking of that, like I have to imagine they see the Switch as not necessarily a threat, but as a really good idea. That like if you had even if just even if it just looks like a PSP. And has like the same internals, but it plays, it streams your PS5 games. Like, deal. You 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 win. Like, you've already taken this partnership and made it all about you. And I think that would work well for them, as long as they're not arrogant about it. Which who knows? It's, it is Sony. Joe's dropping stuff now. Come on, you guys. Oh, there was my GVA. It was oh, in my pocket. <laughs> it's now on the floor. All right, and then speaking of Halo, we've talked about the Halo series, but normally we save this kind of stuff for the end. But since we're talking about Halo now, we you know we talked about the Halo series that it's going to Showtime, and it's been that way for quite some time. It's been constantly in development hell, uh, and now has a new person on board uh, in the form of the Robin Hood director. Let me pull up his name again because I had it here in front of me. Uh, Otto Bathurst, uh, who made the newest Robin Hood movie, which John, you and I saw. What did you think of Robin Hood the movie? It was a movie. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> it's not like this doesn't it, like, imbue me with confidence for the Halo series. Be like this guy who made that. Well, remember, <laughs> I mean, the action was genuinely entertaining. True. Uh, it was just surrounded by not great stuff. Yeah, so... very mediocre story. Uh, well, wasn't like Steven Spielberg supposed to do this before? At it one is, point, yeah. It is very much like well, and Peter Jackson was signed. Yeah, out. Peter Jackson's uh, Weta Workshop. Uh, Steven Spielberg was supposed to like on uh, on board to direct or produce or something. Yeah, Neil Baumkamp. Yeah, Neil Baumkamp was, was supposed to do it. Movie, but yeah, yeah, but still, like the and then now it's the like the pedigree of Halo franchises in another medium. At one point, had Academy Award winner Steven Spielberg, greatest director of our time, Academy <laughs> Award winner Peter Jackson, like fan favorite nerd culture movie guy, uh, anthem commercial maker. Yeah, anthem commercial <laughs> maker. Uh, on it and it's just like okay now it's the guy who made another robin hood for some reason like that like didn't do very well it didn't do well at all no no no. (laughs) there's no very in there no yeah it it didn't do well it did terribly but like to john's point the action was quite good it was like there was thrilling action sequences but 
keep him as far away from the script as you can, I guess. Like, let him shoot the action scenes, let him shoot the explosions and the guns and, and all this other stuff, and then let someone write a story that's worthy of telling, as opposed to just throwing stuff at a screen and seeing what sticks. Well, he's also done uh, a couple uh, episodes of Peaky Blinders, which I've heard good stuff about. Okay. I haven't seen it myself, just because it's not my type of thing. I don't picture that tying well into the production of a Halo show, though. No. And he also directed an episode of Black Mirror, so... The very first episode of Black Mirror. So, oh, and that's the only episode I saw, and I hated it. So, never mind. I retract that statement. Mm. Yeah, get ready to see all that pig fucking in Halo. That's oh <laughs> what's gonna happen. No, that's not. What's, that's just what happened in the one episode. But are you guys excited at all about the Halo series? I am absolutely not excited about this. Not because I think it's gonna be bad or anything like that. I just I don't think it's happening. You just think it's, it's just, just at, so long have we been hearing about this, either as the movies or as the TV shows or as the something or other, or as a something or other, as a something or other. Yeah, it's never come to fruition. We've gotten some stuff like we got the. The Halo anime movie that they put out. Yeah. We got the uh, the web two, series. The, yeah, the web series. Yeah, uh, two two web series. Um, I didn't see Halo Nightfall. The other one uh, was really good. I forget what it was called. The one that wasn't actually about Master Chief. It was about like the cadets at a training mm-hmm. base that gets attacked. It was good. Um, I, but yeah, I just I, I I just don't picture it happening at this point. I don't know why. It's just for so long it's been pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. And like the quality of everything going to it, you know, from Spielberg to Jackson to Blomkamp to this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I just, I don't think it's happening. I just don't. That's, and you're a hundred percent like have a very good like thought process there as to like, I could conceivably understand it never coming out. The things that are in development, how whether they be games like we talked about, Duke Nukem Forever or Crackdown Three, or movies like uh, what's the the one the Monty Python guy who's been trying to make Don Quixote for fifteen years or whatever. Like the longer this shit goes on, the more likely it is that this thing that you've been trying to make is never coming out. And so we're already on, I think, what is it, seven, eight years? I think since uh, so yeah, sixth year. So this is this just the TV project. Yeah, has been around I remember for this six being years. announced at E three. <laughs> The TV project, or yeah, just wasn't like, it? It was like announced at E3 originally, wasn't it? I mean, it probably. Says the series was first announced during the reveal of Microsoft's Xbox One console. Okay, there's there we go. Was. Yeah, yeah. So the game, the idea of the show, has been around for six years, and we haven't gotten past. We may have a showrunner slash director for the first episode. Okay, mm. that's a long time for development hell on a TV series. Yeah, movies go through that, and they end up being fine or good or great or whatever. But like. A TV series it shouldn't take that long to at least crank out the first, you know, 10 episodes, which is what I assume this will be. This isn't going to be a 24 episode. Like the entire series of Game of Thrones has come out <laughs> since then. Yeah. Yeah. And that didn't even like, and that ran out of source material. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't even get the like, game one into a series or something. So, no, I, I'm kind of with you. Once you once you laid it out that way, I kind of think that it, it may never come out. What are, you, are you excited, John, or are you in the same boat where you just... I mean, a lot of the out? stuff we talk about that's adaptations I guarantee are never going to come out. Like, I say it every time. They're like, oh, we got some new director ad- added to, uh, like, the Uncharted movie. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's great. It's still not coming. Like, a lot of this stuff is just never going to come out. It's just, like, it's going to bobble around from director to director until they realize that they've hit the bottom of the barrel of directors, and they're like, never mind, this is not worth it. Well, the, like, these, those two properties, especially, like, Uncharted and Halo, are already like, kind of based so similarly around 
franchises in movies that already exist. So it's hard to make it a worthwhile property to adapt because how do you make Uncharted that's not uh, Indiana, uh, Indiana Jones? Jones you know, how do you make a Halo movie that's not every other like space marine style takes on but like how is it yeah, not Starship Troopers, Star Alien, Predator? Like I know they're like they're not exactly one to one the same the way Uncharted and uh you know Indiana Jones are, but it's still very much just a sci-fi space shooter. How do you make it unique to where you get not just the video game fans, but the casuals? And how do you get those people to go to the movies? And that's why you have to make... You can't make movies just for the niche. You have to make them for the general public in most circumstances. So, Well, arguably, Halo has its own fan base that are going to go see it regardless. So yeah. I think that like Uncharted I don't still has to grab the other audience like mm-hmm. still has to grab the normies I guess yeah. but Halo everyone knows what Halo is like I'm sure you can ask pretty much anybody and they're like oh yeah I know who like the green guy is from that game like so if yeah. they see that on a poster like oh it's a TV show I'll watch that now yeah possibly um, but I still don't think it's ever going to come out and also like I and if it does it'll be not even a TV show it'll be part of games pass or something like yeah like it's I not expect, even gonna be on TV. i think originally it was supposed to be like only on xbox like you could only watch it on the xbox one when the xbox one came out well and forward onto dawn was only available through playing halo 5 so like and then it eventually came out on dvd afterwards but it was part of a game like even though it was a movie series sequential video thing mm-hmm. i i don't know what it ended up being but you played halo 5 and it came out or halo 4 one of them and it was part of the game anyway so if this does end up coming into fruition which i still doubt it will it's going to be part of microsoft's thing it's not even going to be streaming on anything i don't think even though it says showtimes yeah like they have it right now but, but again, showtime things change and stuff that they never do anything with yeah and they could just be like you know what we've nothing's happening with this take it back like you guys can put it out if you want to like we're we're done with it yeah Move, well, we've moved on you can do whatever and so also, that wouldn't surprise me either. Like, I'm just wondering, uh, you know, you were saying about how people know Halo. I'm wondering how many people still care about Halo, though. That's the bigger question, I think. Like, I feel like it's a franchise that not necessarily has lost its luster, but it's lost the excitement for it. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, I still think it's pretty. They're still writing books for it. Like, a yeah, new book but, just came out a couple weeks about it. Again, but that's a much smaller subsect of the fan base. And then you have the overall like, game fan base. So the book people are going to be rabid for anything Halo. Right. Those people are going to be clamoring for this movie. They're going to see it regardless. The game people will be like, oh, yeah, I, I play them all, but I haven't played one in years. I'm not really excited the same way. Like, I don't think there's excitement for Halo 6 the way there was for Halo 2 or 3. Like... That's when it was at its zenith, and that's when a sure. show like this would have killed. But now we're six, seven years off of that, and where are where is that franchise in terms of overall appeal, even just within the Xbox community, let alone the larger movie-going, TV-watching public at large? Well, I, I mean, I think it's still six years a bit too late. Yeah. But it's also a TV show. Like, it, this is a thing that's going to be streaming. Like, you're not going to have to go out to movie theaters to to watch no. this so it's also on showtime like if this was on hbo i'd give more credence to the fact that it could do well because more people have hbo for all of the other things that hbo offers does yeah. showtime partner with amazon uh yeah but yes, i don't know but you have to buy it still it's yeah, like I don't one know of those if... tack on channels that you have to pay extra per month for well and sometimes those shows go to amazon prime but it's not until after they're finished or six months later or a year yeah. later or whatever so uh, yeah i don't know I mean, Showtime has other good shows, but it's not in the same pedigree as, like, Netflix or HBO or Amazon Prime. Not anymore, yeah. So, 
it'll be interesting to see if it ever comes out. But this is the the newest name attached, so. I right, we'll can't wait if, to see who's the next name attached. Yeah, can't wait to see what step down we get. We're just gonna, we're finally gonna g- keep going all the way down until we get Uva Bowl presents Halo. But so that's what I was saying. Like this I'm is just gonna get it. to the bottom of the barrel of directors, and then yep. they're gonna realize it's not worth their time. And then just everybody passes. Uh, all right, lightning rounds. So we've been talking about Xbox and Switch, you know, so far a lot in this episode. One of the things that had been rumored, I think, last week, maybe just after we had recorded. Yeah, we didn't talk. We talked about it uh, when we were watching wrestling yeah. but we didn't talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. uh but there was a a rumor that a a, a new franchise was going to be coming to the nintendo switch um and it was a canceled franchise uh we instantly were when we were talking about it we were brainstorming along uh lines of nintendo franchises that have been canceled yeah. or they haven't had a new game in a, in a long time yeah. we're like oh what nintendo franchise are they going to be bringing back for this new canceled game is it kid icarus is it you know what i, I can't remember what the yeah, other ones we whatever came all up the things with. we came up with like I, I said like a new 1080 snowboarding or something yeah. like that um but uh we didn't think uh to uh expand our scope of games uh, it turns out that, well, it's still just a rumor. It hasn't been confirmed yet. Yep. Uh, it turns out that the, the game that is being rumored to be coming to the Nintendo Switch uh, is Scalebound, which was supposed to be an Xbox uh, 360? or No, Xbox, no, Xbox, Xbox One. One. Yeah, it was supposed to be an Xbox One exclusive. They showed it off at an E3 several years ago. It was a, uh, a game made by uh, Platinum Games, um, and Platinum now has a pretty strong relationship with Nintendo. Yep. So it seems like it would be a natural fit for them to buy up uh, the game that's never coming out. Because it was pretty far into development, I remember, being one of those games. Yeah. Where, like, they weren't too far away from the game coming out when it got canceled. And this is a it's Dragon's RPG. It right? was. It's a, it's a, like, Devil May Cry style. It's a Platinum game. Yeah. It's a fast-paced action, like, Bayonetta-style Devil May Cry, uh, whatever that dual chain of destiny or whatever the fuck that other game that was last week they were talking about oh astral chain astral chain yeah, yeah. um but it, it's like you're a like dragon rider and they had like dragon riding levels and stuff and like you had certain abilities that were based off dragons so it's dr- dragon guard pretty much so how to train your dragon probably yeah i mean or, that uh, sounds, dragons, it sounds like dragon's cool. dogma yeah i think there was dragon riding one? in that yeah, yeah. well so if it's Dragon Guard, uh, they made Nier. Nier is a sequel to Dragon Guard. So it's all connected. Yeah. So maybe this is this was like going to be Dragon Guard. Th- was there a third one? Dragon Dragon Guard uh, Four. No, I think it was only the second two. So maybe this is supposed to be Dragon Guard Three, and they're like, "Now nah, let's just make it a new game." Uh, well, either way, um, I, I I mean, I wonder if this is part of whatever the hell that they're doing. If they're just like. Yo, as long as we're working so tightly together, can we get that game that you didn't want to put out? Yeah, like, we got, this was... I mean, Platinum, like, we got our Astral Chain, we got Bayonetta 3 coming out, like, mm-hmm. we can, we'll take your Platinum games, come on, hand them over. Yeah, and Scalebound is, was one of those games where it was announced at E3, it was supposed to be like a big, like, tentpole game. I think it was announced at the Xbox One announcement? Something like that. But this was one of those games where everyone talks about, like, when Microsoft was canceling games left and right. It's like, why you you announce all these exclusives and then you cancel them? Like, what are you doing? It was announced in 2013 and canceled in 2017. Yeah. So, it's been dead for over a year and, you know, potentially coming to Switch. I, it sounds like an exciting game and those games live perfectly on the Switch. So, I don't see any reason why that can't succeed. Especially because it had a following of people that were excited for it mm-hmm. before getting ultimately canned. So... I think they could be good. And it's not a port. 
so that's good you know granted it is a port of sorts but it's a port that never got released so one more port i guess on the switch but honestly yeah i mean i i like the bayonetta games i'm looking forward to bayonetta 3 I'm looking forward to Astral Train. If they want to put this out on it also, I'll look forward to that. Yeah. I just pre-ordered my copy of Devil May Cry 5 yesterday, so... The leather jacket edition, it's like eight grand. that one? That uh, one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Did you get could, the Dante jacket? So or the, I got the Nero one. The Nero jacket, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue is more my color. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So Platinum Games has only made exclusives for Nintendo systems. They don't have exclusives for any other system. Well, it's because Microsoft canceled it. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be. Yeah, so like they had Mad World. Remember Mad World? Uh, well, oh, yeah. Platinum. I didn't remember yeah. that being Platinum. Uh, and then Infinite oh, Space wait. was a DS exclusive. And then they made a bunch of other games that came out on multi-systems. But the only exclusives that they've ever made have been for Nintendo systems. Yeah, so this falls right in line. Bayonetta then. 2, Bayonetta 3, Astral Chain. Yeah, so it, I mean, it makes I sense. I mean, Nier was an exclusive to PlayStation until it wasn't. At first, <laughs> yeah. It was a timed exclusive. Yeah. But still, having come to other things now, it's now Star no Fox longer. Zero was also Platinum Games. Really? Yeah. I, I think they like, finished it. It said it was co-developed with Nintendo. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Should be exciting. Again, that's probably another E3 announcement to look forward to uh, from those two wacky companies doing crazy things. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we haven't really talked about Sony much, uh, though we did mention the possibility of handhelds in their future, though who knows what they will or will not do. We know for a fact now uh, that some that one of their handhelds is coming to an end. John, do you want to tell us about that? The Vita's dead. Sad. That's it. Uh, no, I think it's in July they're finally ending production of the Vita. Which... In Japan. Obviously, it hasn't been released in America. Well, I mean, they're not making them here, so, yeah. duh. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh yeah, so the Vita's dead, uh, which is a shame. They're still making Vita games for, in Japan. It's been long dead in America or in the West for ages now. Years. Um, well, they still make the games. They're just harder and harder. They? Yeah. They're still like digital games that get put out. Oh, well, yeah. And, and there's a yeah. lot of like niche, like weird visual novels that come out here that are you know very niche for their their area that come out in America. But Yeah, and there are games that get like the Vita version of a digital PS4 where it's crossed by and yeah, like, Vita and, versions still come out of things, but like they stop yeah, making I the cards. Did, yeah, and, I, I guess I'm thinking of like the cartridges. And yeah, well, and the no, fact that you can't see them in stores anymore. There are games yeah. still coming out for them. It's just few and far between. Uh, yeah. It's still incredibly popular. Or not incredibly popular, but it's still popular in Japan. Um, but a lot of those games are games that are just uh, like ports of PS4 games. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, for stuff I like, the Gun and Breaker games get made on the Vita as well. Um, there's, like, the Super um, Robot Wars games are on Vita as well. Um, but now they're, in July, going to stop making systems, and that'll slowly be the end of it. Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame. Yeah. The Vita's such a good system, it just didn't have any, like... They just fucked it with proprietary memory cards. Well, That's it, really what it was. And but, touch controls. Yeah. Well, and the touch controls went the wayside... Probably after the first year, anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, when's the last time you really use the touch controls on the Switch at all? Oh, I've never, never used it. Yeah, for the menu, maybe. No, not, not even then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. I really, the Vita would have had to have succeeded if it came out with non-proprietary memory cards, and if instead of the back touchpad, you just had two shoulder buttons, because it's great for remote play until you have a game that requires you to hit L two and R two. Yeah, yeah, and, and then you're like you're awkwardly trying to use yeah. your. Uh, Whatever these ring fingers finger? are, the ring. Are these the ring fingers? Yeah, yes. that's where you put your ring. Yeah. I don't wear jewelry. If yeah. you get married, Joe, I'm a man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's I mean, hard. You said it, not us. Uh, but yeah, no. So I, 
I don't know. It's just, it's sad. I like my Vita still. I still play it every now and again. I break it out, you know, playing wind jammers or stuff like that. It's just, it it could have been so much better. It was like one step away from being like the perfect handheld. Yeah. I was as long as it had mini SD cards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it had anything like that, honestly, I would have, I would have been okay if they kept the memory stick pro duo. Cause at least I had a bunch of those, Yeah, you know, but once you put like a hundred dollar eight gig thing out there, it's just like, fuck you. Yeah. That's not what anybody wants. Like yeah. I, I wanted to, I was thinking about, uh, I don't have one cause I traded in when I bought the Vita at the time. I was thinking about uh, picking up a PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have my day one PSP at my parents' house. I was thinking about picking one up because I wanted to play um, Lunar Legends. I was thinking about playing that, mm-hmm. uh, which was a remake of the Lunar games that they released on the PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was just like, like I don't even know like how much of a hassle it's going to be to get the... If I still have any of the Pro Duo memory sticks around, yeah. like what it's gonna, how much they're gonna cost to get one? If anyone even still makes them anymore, buy a Go. Yeah, buy yeah. a PSP. That's go. what the like. I well, bought the a PSP only reason go. is because I have the cart. I still have the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I love the Lunar games. I still have the PS One ones that are worth a lot of money. And I was probably gonna buy the Sega CD one because I actually I got my I got a Sega CD in the mail the other day. Oh, I ordered nice. off of eBay uh, just to use when the um, analog Mega. Mm-hmm. comes out yep. I was like oh that's cool I'll be able to play like uh, Sega CD games I can play Sewer Shark hooray sick <laughs> great yay well but uh, uh, yeah so rest I was, in peace Vita yeah it's, it's, Vita. it's fucking sad to see it go mm-hmm. it, like it had so much great potential I almost bought I was standing in the store uh, holding a copy of Persona 5 Golden because mm-hmm. I was like I could play this I should buy it because I, I think I, physically I only own like three PS Vita games now at this point yeah, I only have a handful. I own a bunch digitally, but the, I only have a handful. On yeah, like I have like Uncharted, Golden, whatever the hell that was, mm-hmm. uh, Golden Shower, Golden Abyss. Nope, yes. that's a different one. I have a bunch of Vita games still, but I like I have two English Vita games. The rest are Japanese, like because it's region free and it was mm-hmm. the only region free console I had at the time. Cause yeah, the 3DS isn't for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. 3DS isn't region free. No. no. Really? Yeah. No, that's why the like regular the, DS is, the 3DS is not. That's huh. why like the Switch being region-free was a big deal, because it was like a return to region-free for Nintendo. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there was a bunch of 3DS games that like when I was there, I was like, oh, I could totally buy this. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They're not region-free. Yeah. I watched a video on region-3 Switch games, that, like the best oh, region-free, the Metal Jesus Rocks one. Yeah. yeah, and none of them were good. <laughs> no, but it had me going like, I should look into whatever the hell they got like out over there that's not over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, lightning round. We talked about THQ Nordic last week because they bought the uh, Warhorse Studios. That's right. Of uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yep. Well, Joe, what are they doing now? I don't know what the hell these Nords are up to, but they are up to something. And I'm I'm just sitting there going like these guys. They got a plan, and it's probably a glorious plan, and we just cannot see it coming. Yeah, it's either uh, pure genius or absolute insanity. Yeah. Uh, so uh, THQ Nordic uh, managed to raise two hundred and twenty-five million dollars uh, by uh, issuing a one, eleven million new shares of their company out uh, to go towards the acquisition of more fucking studios. So they raised over. Uh, over two million or two hundred million dollars to buy more fucking companies. Yep. So whatever they're gonna buy, I don't even know what. Ge- like, have they even announced a game coming out? No. <laughs> or they, they announced just... that they're making forty of them yeah, or something. Yeah. Eighty. I think they have eighty games in development currently. Yeah. They're the Netflix of video game companies at this point. Mm-hmm. They're just buying everything that they can get their hands on, and they're just saying like, shit's gonna come out. 
We don't know if it's going to be good, but it's going to be coming out. But, like, I don't know. Like, I have a feeling that it's it's going to completely sneak up on us when, like, all of a sudden THQ is, like, the new EA. Yeah. It's They're gonna just going to be the biggest fucking company out there. And we're just going to be going, like, whoa, what the fuck happened all of a sudden? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I don't even know how long EA is going to be EA. <laughs> it's true. They're really running themselves into a corner. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what this means. I don't even know what studios are available for purchase or what ips out there that you that aren't locked down that you'd think like oh you know maybe maybe they'll buy that studio you know if it wasn't for like quantic dreams just got a bunch of money from like chinese investors so like maybe they would have bought quantic dreams to have those games or something but i don't even know what it could be now because it's yeah they're buying up everything they can see like you'd have to think of a property that was relatively a relatively well liked or well received that has clearly gotten no love you know, from anybody since, and would that be a worthwhile studio to purchase and put out another game for it? Like, I don't know how to put that together in my mind, but clearly they're doing something. Yeah. And they're trying to become this giant conglomerate after starting out by buying up the remnants of a bankruptcy sale. <laughs> like that's what THQ Nordic is. It's the remnants of THQ that were purchased, you know, in bankruptcy to make who knows what, but they're making something. Yeah. I think they're also, official not wrestling games anymore. No, well, it hasn't been a while. Yeah, they're, uh, they said uh, that the money will be used for financing new acquisitions of franchises, game development studios, and other assets uh, which complement the operations and to enable a higher rate of investment in the development of the company. So they're so they got more all money this to money, get more money is just to buy more stuff. <laughs> Maybe they're just buying old catalog stuff so they can have like older stuff that they can re-release. Maybe. I, yeah, maybe. I mean, we were talking about that with um, Kingdoms of Amalur. Yeah, like, but they don't even own the rights to make that game, to release that game again, because EA does. Yeah. So, I don't know. They've got a plan. I would like them to let us in on that plan. <laughs> I'd very much like them to have a conference at E3 to announce all these things that they've supposedly got working. Uh, you know what? Actually, that would be pretty interesting if they host their own conference there's like look we have seventy five thousand studios now yeah here's what we're working on they're just like get out of here ubisoft like we, we gotta talk about our shit maybe i mean what does ea have to showcase besides fifa and madden again so maybe they don't have a conference anthem this year. The dlc maybe <laughs> yeah roadmap stuff for anthem their new star wars thing oh uh, yeah. yeah i'd rather just have a trailer drop for that i don't need another face in the crowd explains to me a jedi but He's going to draw you a logo. He's not going to show you the real logo, but he's going to draw it on a napkin. He's going to go, hey, this is the logo. He's going to show me one of the action figures for Force Friday. Yeah, that's right. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm super intrigued. Yeah, it was 77 games that they announced. 77. Okay. And and it could be 10 more because that was before they bought... Uh, like Warhorse and yeah. all the where they're going to buy all this? this money with all this stuff, so yeah. they could buy another fucking fifty games. To yeah, hundred by the end of the year. That's yeah. my goal. That's what that's what the boss is slamming his fist on the table in his office. Like I need a hundred games in twenty nineteen. It's like Pokemon, but for uh, for video game franchises. Yeah, he's not even going to use them. He's going to collect them. Yeah, they're going to buy them all. <laughs> put them in a in a safe somewhere. Yeah, he's got to be the very best game publisher that no one ever was. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta to catch them get all. all the studios is his real test. To make games is his call. I don't know. It's falling to, apart. Yeah. To, 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 to 
read we'll work, them? We'll workshop it. Okay. Yeah. We'll come out with a, a version. We'll work by E3. We'll have this down pat. Don't you? Good. Don't you worry. Um, all right. Lightning round. I added this in the middle of the show because Joe said something that reminded me of it. Uh, did you see that a mysterious image went up on Amazon with a, a Fallout style countdown clock announcing a game for PS4, Xbox One, and PC? Yes. What do you think it is? I think it's a Fallout collection. Fallout Ooh. Tower. So what do you think is included in that collection? Uh, it's probably going to be... The early games. It's going to be three Vegas and... And uh, four? Four. What if it's the early games? I think they don't own the rights to those. The first two? Yeah. Pretty sure somebody else owns the rights to them, but they don't. They can't like make new ones. The, the, the devs that went on to make like the Wasteland games, because they couldn't make Fallout anymore. Yes. Yeah. Um, Bethesda bought Fallout, so okay. they just made Wastelands, which is more of what the original Fallout games should be before they became first person. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be a Fallout 3. 3 New Vegas and 4. 3 New Vegas and 4 collection. That's pretty good. I mean, it's it just reeks of, uh crap, 76 wasn't what we thought. Quick, oh, definitely something <laughs> that they like. I can't, I can't picture it being a new game, though, that they could throw together so quickly. It's Fallout Tower. Well, it doesn't have to be uh, what something. What do you mean by Fallout Tower? What was the, ten- the uh, tiny tower Fallout game. Shelter. Fallout Shelter. Oh, Shelter. Yeah. yeah. The tiny tower. Oh, that's already out, though. Yeah, yeah but maybe it's, it's a new consoles. one. Yeah, maybe it's, it's on new... consoles. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it's yeah. on 360. I played yeah. it on Xbox One. Yeah. Well, now, oh, you can, one. now you can buy a physical version of it for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is, but this is also on, like, PS4 and and you know, PC. So yeah, I think a collect- I didn't even think about a collection. I thought immediately they were like, Oh shit, we got a elder scrolls six, the fuck out of this and just announce something that's basically in the works, but we have nothing to show for it. So that's what I thought was so they-, they were like stealth working on Halo or fallout five while like yeah, 76 they- was supposed to be the stopgap kind of thing. Yeah. The, the time below yeah, they're, yeah. They're like, Oh, we're, we're several years out because we still have to make, what is it? Not Starlink, but what's the, the other one that they're oh, making. Oh, Outer, Outer Worlds? No, no, no. That's the that's the Fallout New Vegas people. What is... Um, I can't think of it. It's not it's not Starlink because that's the one with the Starlink toy ships. The, yeah. Yeah, it's some other space something or other. Because uh, they announced that and Elder oh, Scrolls yeah, 6. yeah, yeah. And I so those are the that. next Bethesda game. Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank because it's already a thing that I forgot. Same here. Um, I but, remember uh, the Outer Worlds one, but... yeah. So, but the thought would be, I guess, that if you did, you know, that new space game, Elder Scrolls 6, then Fallout 5 would be the next one. So maybe they were already starting it, but now you have to start announcing it because you need people to be like, no, 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 see, I know 76 wasn't what you wanted, but don't worry because we still got more stuff coming. Mm. You know, the same way that they're like, hey, we have this new game uh, and we have Fallout 76, but you guys don't like that. So Elder Scrolls 6 is a thing. I think that I thought that might be this, but now that you say collection, it does make more sense. Well, they're already that. gone. Oh, they already took it off the website. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't supposed to go up when it went up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now there's just a picture of a dog. No. Says, "Uh oh, something went wrong." Okay, that's a cute <laughs> dog. Good for you, Amazon. All right. Uh, any last minute things for the lightning round? Not lightning round that I missed for this week. Uh, nope. John, not that any, any no. last minute things? Negative. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will also do it uh, for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. 
so let us know what you think the mysterious Bethesda game is. Uh, what your favorite memory of Reggie at Nintendo would be. Uh, do you think Doug Bowser is going to be more corporate or more fun? Uh, and then what do you think about all of the Microsoft uh, rumors, Games Pass, two new consoles, all the different things uh, that they're most likely going to be covering at E3? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. 